you have the power to change your life. And the moment you start changing your life, you start changing everyone else's around you. Because when you decide that you wanna stand in the light, and you decide that you want your emotions and your concept of yourself to be unchangeable from what other people say, think, or the things you perceive that they say or think. The moment that you decide to really know and love who you are, accept all of your faults, all of your flaws, all of your bumps, all of your, your cellulite, all of your weird snorting laughs, the moment you start to accept all of those things and love all of those things about you is the moment you start to truly live. And when you're truly living, you're truly loving, and you're giving everyone else around you permission to do the exact same thing. How freaking cool is that? So I just wanna remind you of the power you have. If you are standing in positivity and trying to make a difference in the world, even if you, maybe not even the world, you're trying to make a difference in your day just to get through the day. If that's where you are right now, know that you being positive has a ripple effect. And I'm telling you this story because I've gotten messages recently from someone that just said in some of her darkest times, she would watch my stories and it lifted her up. And guys, it brought me to tears because you never know who you're affecting. You never know who you are positively lifting up or you never know who you're bringing down by sharing your positivity or I mean sharing your influence. Influence is kind of a tricky thing because you can influence everyone around you depending if you are feeling good or bad. And so a big way to own your power is to own your worth. And self-worth is a tricky thing because you don't really realize that you aren't owning your self-worth until after the fact. And so that's why we have to really live through it. We have to let ourselves experience it um, in order, and, and we have to let ourselves reflect on it. If we're not happy about something and something is really causing a lot of pain in our lives or not serving us, we have to make the decision to walk away. And Walking away could be a mentally or emotionally walking away. Because if it's someone or something in your life that is going to be there forever, you have the choice to change how you see it and change how it affects you. Because if there's a one, if, if there is someone in your life that just can send you like zero to a hundred, like send you to seeing red within the blink of an eye, the tough truth and the tough love about that is there's something in that person that reminds you of something within yourself you don't like. Maybe it's an experience in the past. Maybe it's the, it's maybe someone is being the exact person that you never want to be. And by them being that, it just drives you nuts. <laughs> it's okay. What's important is that you recognize that it's happening, recognizing that that person is a trigger for you for whatever reason. And I cannot stress the power of reflection enough. Grab a journal. I do this all the time. I have it. I have a conversation with myself. I have like if you were to read my journal, you'd be like, "What the hell is up with this girl?" <laughs> uh, like I'll literally, if I'm frustrated, I'll be like, "Why do I?" 
hate this person. And I don't really use that word, but normally it's like, why, why is this person driving me up the wall? Like, what is going on? Why do I not like this person? Be like, well, I don't like this person because, and I have this conversation with myself. And it's funny, the only person in my life that I recognized could send me like zero to a hundred, where I'd literally be yelling, would be my little sister. And this was a couple years ago. I would say this is two years ago where I would recognize that she was the only person that could get me angry immediately. And I didn't want to be that person. For one, I wanted to have a good relationship with my sister. That's my sister. I love her. And we have uh, almost nine years apart from uh, between us. And I remember making a mantra about three years ago and I, because I'm naturally very maternal. You talk to all my friends, I'm very much like the mom. I used to kind of resent that about myself and now I just embrace it. I like to be maternal. I like to take care of people. I like to be the one that has the hand sanitized. You know what I mean? Like all those little details. And so I made a mantra for myself and I didn't realize that it was a mantra at the time. It was just something that I would kept repeating to myself. And eventually it came true. And I told myself, my sister already has a mother I get to be her sister. Like, I'm not her mother, I'm her sister. So I get to be her sister. And when I really thought about what it means to be a sister, I think about a sisterhood, a unity, an undying love, um, having her back. And what I realized is our relationship was really being hindered because I would criticize her like a mom. I would cut her off. I would be like, yeah, but this should... Like, I was always thinking about the best for her without letting her go through the process of getting there herself. And the moment that I made a conscious effort, I put it in the forefront of my mind, I don't want to react. I don't want to give away all my power. I want to have a good relationship with this person. And it was my sister. I want to have a good relationship with her. And over time it started to change because I realized the thing I didn't like about her at the time, or not that I didn't like about her, the thing that triggered me, because don't get me wrong, I like and love every single part of my sister. She is phenomenal. And she now is on the exact same frequency as me and we can talk. And if I say something that is out of character, she instantly brings me back and asks like, what's up? (laughs) Or she'll be like, well, what about this? And do a total positive spin on it. Um, And the thing that I realized was triggering me was she would either cut me off or she would escalate her voice and I would mirror that. Or I would cut her off and she would be annoyed as anyone would. And the exact things that I didn't like in her were the things I didn't like in me. It makes sense. We're sisters. We're so similar. We're both very outspoken. We both have strong opinions. And we were clashing. And I realized I wasn't listening to her. I wasn't really listening. And so if you find yourself with someone that just drives you crazy... Tell yourself that you want to create peace within that. Well, first, ask yourself, do I want to create peace in this relationship? Especially when it comes to family. Do I want to create peace in this relationship? Most likely your answer is going to be yes, because who doesn't want peace? And start by listening. Start by being an observer. Start by knowing that you're coming from a place of love. And if you have conflict with someone, maybe they just need to be heard. And the moment you start embodying love, embodying grace, embodying forgiveness, embodying the fact that no one is perfect, and when you accept yourself with all of those things, love, kindness, forgiveness, 
When you start to see yourself through that lens, you naturally start to see other people through that lens. So if you want to mend your relationships with other people, you have to start with yourself. You have to mend the relationship with yourself first. And when you can do that, you'll start to feel liberation. It's not going to be a walk in the park because self-reflection is not a walk in the park. That's why no one does it. <laughs> no one wants to sit and and I for some reason I have always been obsessed with it. Not necessarily self-development, but with knowing myself better than anyone else does. The idea of someone else knowing me more than I know myself, like it sounded horrible. And so I've and also traveling. Traveling is what really opened up my eyes and the self-awareness of of kind of having that concept of self, that concept of, well, who is Kelsey? What is Kelsey like? Who is she? And kind of separating myself from myself. It sounds kind of crazy, but it's eye-opening. And even like little things, personality tests, um, different objective ways that kind of tell you about your inner workings and your quirks. So then you can start to look at yourself as, it's not good, bad, right, or wrong. You just are who you are. And there's a lot of beauty in that. So then you can start leveraging the things that you're good at and noticing the things that you're not. And that's okay. It's not good, bad, right, or wrong. So if you have people in your life that you're struggling having a relationship with, and you like want to kill them or you're just like can't stand them and you want them out of your life ASAP, ask yourself why. What is it that that person brings into your life? What feelings do you choose to have when you're with them? And if you start to recognize yourself, and okay, so I had this with someone else in my family where I was having a hard time connecting with them. I was like, could not have a, we could not agree. And I found myself saying, this person makes me feel like this. And I kept saying that, I kept saying that. So what I was doing was I was giving away all of my power to that person when that person was just being themselves, expressing their feelings. I chose to take that feedback as negative and say that person made me feel. I had a coach at the time and she told me, Kelsey, no one can make you feel anything. You are choosing to feel this way. So if you want to feel different, you have to choose to feel different and embody that, be that. Who do you want to be right now? Who, who, what do you want to remember about this right now? If you're ever having anxiety or if you're ever having a moment where you just can't seem to enjoy yourself because you are so deep in the rabbit hole of your mind, ask yourself, what do I want to remember about this moment? What do I want to remember? Who do I want to be today? Do I want to be loving? Do I want to be patient? Do I want to be kind? Like I'm pretty much saying the fruits of the spirit. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the fruits of the spirit from the Bible, but it's powerful. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is, (laughs) yeah, I don't remember all of them, but I know that a lot of the ones that I just listed are in there and there's some truth and power to it. I grew up in the Christian church. So a lot of those things are ingrained in my mind that you know, the golden rule. I don't think the golden rule is just in Christianity. The golden rule is the rule for humankind. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. Like, how good does it feel when you encounter someone that you're like, wow, that's a good person. That person's awesome. That person's nice. Like, that person makes me want to be a better person because they're so damn cool. Like, you, we've all met those people. And 
So guess what? You get to be that person. You have the power to influence other people around you by just focusing on yourself. Focus on what you believe, what you want, what you like. And if someone has a different belief from you, that's okay because it's your belief. It doesn't define you. So if someone has an opinion that's different from yours and they don't agree with you, don't take it personal. Sounds super easy, but it's very difficult, but it's possible to do. And oh my God, is it liberating. Don't take it personal. If someone has an idea or an opinion and it's not in line with yours, don't take it personal. Let that shit slide off like butter. (laughs) And so just remember that you do have the power. And so if you are in a position in your life, or if you've ever been in a position in your life that you felt powerless and out of control, or you felt like a relationship was doomed and you felt a little trapped in it, or, or, You just couldn't figure out, you can't figure out how to make peace in a relationship because it just keeps going down south. Ask yourself who you want to be and and grab a journal. Reflect on why this person is driving you up the wall. What, who does this person remind you of? Does it remind you of someone from your past that you don't like? Does it remind you of a past version of yourself? Does it remind you of yourself right now? Because there's a reason that person is triggering you. It's a reflection of something you don't like within. And the same thing goes for the people you do like. That's a reflection of something you see within yourself. Jealousy is a very, very um, tricky thing. If you're jealous of someone, it's because they have something that you want. So you can easily flip that jealousy into a mentorship. Like Especially when it comes to Instagram. If you see someone on Instagram and you're like, oh my God. F this B. <laughs> it's probably because they have something you want. If it's not that and you just can't stand them, girl, unfollow them right now. Why are you even following them if they make you feel like that? You have that choice. And even those small acts of just selecting unfollow and you choosing to have people on your feed that serve you. And when I say serve you, I mean they lift you up. They make you feel good. They serve the person that you want to be, that person that is powerful, loving, empowering, or gracious, kind, and patient, or calm and loving and supportive. Whoever you want to be, you get to be. It's not that you have to, you get to, because everything's a choice. And that's what's so freaking beautiful about life. We get to choose, but that's also what's so darn hard. Darn. I never say darn. (laughs) That's also what's so hard because we beat ourselves up when we don't choose what serves us. When we choose to sit on the couch and watch TV all day and then we're pissed off at ourselves because we didn't get done the things we wanted to do. Or if we continue to talk to that one guy that doesn't make us feel good because we know that they aren't what we deserve, but we continue to do it. Those are the moments that you get to take small acts of bravery in knowing and owning your worth. What do you deserve? And the best way to do this, it is so powerful. Are you ready for it? Oh my God, it's so powerful. It gives me goosebumps. Take yourself out of the situation and look look at it from the outside in. If that was your best friend in your position, what advice would you give your best friend? What would you tell her? How would you encourage her You would tell her to get her ass off the couch and dump that 
dude, right? So why is it so hard for us to take advice from ourselves? Why? Because there isn't someone else holding us accountable for our actions because we want to do what feels good in the moment. Like maybe you're not breaking up with that one dude because the sex is just so good that you're like, no way. It's so good in the evenings. I'll put up with how shitty it is during the day or whatever it might be. Or maybe sitting on the couch is really nice because it serves the procrastination and it serves not dealing with the stressfulness of what's on the tasks for that or what's on the list for that day. Everything we do serves us in some way. It either serves us positively or serves us negatively. But every action that we do, we get something out of it. There's always a payoff for doing it. And so it's those small little actions. When we start to do things, there's a great um, book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Mm. And he talks about small incremental changes create the big changes. You can't expect to do the really big things well if you can't do the small things well. So... Notice that you are in control, that you can change your environment, you can change your life, and it has to start with your own self-love. Love yourself, love yourself, and notice the people that you have a hard time in relationship with and what's standing in between you and them. Because if that person can instantly take all of your emotions and, cons- and you can be consumed with them, journal, journal about it. Don't take it out by yelling at them. Something inside you is being emotionally triggered, and it probably has nothing to do with the situation right up in, in front of you. So just recognize that. Be like, why am I being triggered right now? What is this situation reminding me of? And why is it bothering me so much? And be brutally honest with yourself, because if you're not honest with yourself, then you're probably not honest with anyone else either. So I say that with complete love because you deserve to live your best life. You deserve to have amazing relationships. You deserve to have authentic relationships that serve you. And yeah, that's that's all I have for today. I love you guys so much. Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You podcast.